still look pretty the podcast hey everyone welcome back to the sit still look pretty podcast i'm your host vanessa and summer and like always we are so happy to have you guys here with us honestly doing these bi-weekly episodes makes it feel like so long since we talked to you guys but you know um this episode is another blueprint episode and we're going to be discussing happiness and ways that you can be happy in your life um after we've obviously gone through you know self-esteem failure rejection all those kind of ones we're now progressing as you can probably tell to the more I guess positive ones in a weird way how to focus on making these the undoing of these negative changes how to turn them into positive outcomes for you guys so we're going to go through a few things a few anecdotes things that um we believe um could help you on your journey obviously happiness is subjective you're not going to feel 10 out of 10 every day it's just one of those things um in life not to sound like a pessimist or anything but it's true like think maybe you'll miss your bus and then you know your 10's now gone down to a nine you know like stuff like that but we're just gonna give you a bit of our own top tips to um, securing and hopefully aiming to maintain happiness in our lives in our work life in our academic life and personal and social life Um, and hopefully you know some of them will apply to you and maybe you could even execute them in your own life that is really the outcome of this series for you to kind of listen to this and try and execute these you know tips and tricks into into your own life so we will get right into it. So in terms of work life, this one can, I, I, you know, I might actually leave the work life one to Vanessa because she has always had a lot more of a uh, hectic work life than I have. So I feel like she's more of a mastermind in that one. As far as academic life goes, we could both probably give some, some solid tips, especially from going through law school um, together. When it comes to academic life, I personally believe it's not only about, when it comes to obviously A-level and uni, of course, studying things that you're passionate about. You're not gonna love your subjects all the time, but at least studying something that, you know, you enjoy or, or like you are passionate about does help massively because then it doesn't necessarily feel like work, but then also, kind of time management don't let your academic life take control of you don't you make sure you do the work that you you obviously need to do for school or your homework or you know things like that make sure you schedule out key particular things that you have to do over the course of maybe a week or even three days or you know make sure you're still taking regular breaks and whether they be 30 minutes coffee break in the morning and then an hour lunch and then you know you finish work by a certain time you need to have a set focus on your, the layout of your yeah day. I think with regards to being happy I think there's different levels of happiness being happy in secondary school is certainly not the same as being happy in in um, university because there's just different those those types of happiness are very different 
with regards to being happy in university, well, technically it, it, the saying is like, you should be happy because you're studying something that you actually want to be studying. You wouldn't have chosen this course, course chosen this path and been there in the first place if you didn't want to be there. And to a certain extent, that's true. But I think a lot of a lot of it is overlooked as well at the same time. I think as kids, we look forward to university because we associate university with that period of our lives where, you know, we get to move out and we get to live independently of our parents and get to cook our own meals, do our own laundry. And that is exciting, I, th I feel, for kids to look forward to because they don't actually they're not actually aware of all the responsibilities that you'd have as an adult. And I think that that is very overlooked because when you get to that stage and you're in uni and you're technically supposed to be happy, like I said, because you're studying what you intended to do, but you forget about all the other things that come with it, like being an adult, being responsible, doing your own cooking and your own, you know, living away from, from your um, parents. So that can really throw a spanner in the works and it can really diminish your levels of happiness because you're so stressed and so tense all the time that you don't really have time to to do anything and that causes you to be a bit upset and then therefore it diminishes your overall happiness but then let's talk about the other type of happiness which is in secondary education in secondary school that is pretty much a bit more trickier, I would say, because you have like so much pressures to deal with. You have, you know, people can get bullied and there's all that kind of stuff that goes on in secondary schools, like there's always drama. And as a young adult, whereas a young or an adolescent or whatever you want to call it, you can really feel alienated and therefore that can impact your overall happiness so that's what I would say I feel like a hundred percent there's two sides I think um academic happiness and happiness in your academics when you're in secondary school is literally the point opposite to to uni I would hundred percent agree with that I felt so much more comfortable and happier at uni than I did at secondary school because for me secondary school was just a stepping stone to going to university and having that experience in a way you look forward to second you look forward to university because you won't have to deal with all the things that that yeah. impacted your happiness in secondary school yeah but then when you get to university you you meet new obstacles and yeah then, yeah 100 percent. I think the obstacles that you face at uni no one can really prepare you for that because especially if you're living at home and you know you're you need to be like an adult and I think studying at university level is so much more different than studying at GCSE level particularly maybe not so much A level but you know it it's so different one thing I do want to touch on though massively in this section is academic success being the answer to your happiness <laughs> I don't know 
one person that's either more qualified than me or Jeremy Clarkson apparently but um I genuinely you I genuinely want to get across across to you guys is that your grades don't define your happiness and your potential either so don't get into a state where they do because you are going to be so successful in no matter what it is that you do and if you know that you're trying your best no matter what then you're always going to succeed because you're doing right by you. When it comes to academics, it's, sorry, (laughs) when it comes to academics, it's tricky because you need certain grades to go to certain places and, you know, certain universities or to get into certain subjects or to study a particular thing. And it's, you know, it's shoved down your throat from a really early age. So I think it's really easy for you to get into that state of, um, my grades define me my grades are the key to my happiness because if I don't do this and I'm not going to be happy and that's a very damaging mindset to get yourself into what was you going to say V? I was just going to say that in a way you you can't really happiness is a mindset right and you can't really just let external things define your happiness because the more you and we I say this I've said this in pretty much every single blueprint episode I think so but uh, you cannot rely on the outside world for anything you you just can't you the more the more you lend out yourself the more the more percentage of yourself that depends on the outer world the less the less control you have and therefore the less happy you're likely to be because things always go south and nothing ever goes well very minimal things ever go according to plan so the more you rely on other people and other things and all of that kind of stuff for happiness the less happy you're going to be if you're not if you're not happy in your own brain and you're not in that mindset then you're not going to be happy now i could talk about things like gratitude and that kind of stuff all day but if you're not grateful for the things that you already have therefore being happy i'm not saying that being grateful means that you're happy but there is a little bit of a faint correlation that's for sure but the more you can be grateful for the things that you already have the more happy you can be and the less likely you're you're if you one thing one thing I'm going on a tangent here but the more you complain the less likely that you're happy because you just need to you guys get what I'm saying I can't really formulate my words properly it's just not yeah it's it's basically like just a focus if you focus on everything outside of you more than you you're it's going to be really difficult to be happy I think V's just trying to say you have to focus on yourself to be happy you can't focus on everything else that's going on around you and the thing is focusing on yourself sometimes can mean that you spend 17 hours out of the 24 hours of the day by yourself yeah, oh, 100%. that because 
you need to sit down with yourself, right? And one thing I did is I sat down with myself and really reflected on my life, reflected on my friendships, reflected, reflected on every single aspect of my life. And I realized that, I realized how many dead friendships I was watering. I realized that if I never reached out to people to make plans, nobody would reach out to me to make plans with me. Or if I didn't reach out to people to ask them how they were, they wouldn't reach out to me and ask me how I was. And it was tough. And yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow. But it made me realize that actually not everybody was down to the same level that I was down for. And it, it made me actually more happy. I'm at a time in my life right now where I am genuinely happy so you need to decide what your happiness looks like but yeah yeah I mean in academic life especially friendship plays a huge role because you have like I think I've told this story before but I had this massive group of friends in sixth form and I was unhappy when I was friends with them like there was just so much drama and we're all really young you know and um I ended up cutting them all off bar like two and I was so much happier in year 13 after I'd done that even though I was still in the same school and I was still seeing them all every day and stuff like that I was so much happier because I had removed myself from that situation and I did that again in third year of university up until now in regards to my friends I've distanced myself from a lot of people because I realized that I invested a lot of energy into others and not enough energy into myself. It's And that's nothing to say that any of these people are bad people or anything like that. Like, I think that's another thing that you struggle with when it comes to your friends um, and allowing them to govern your happiness as well. Sometimes you feel like, um, oh, but if I remove myself from the situation, I may make them upset and, you know, things like that. But you have to always put yourself first. That's just what you have to do. You have to unapologetically live your life and unapologetically put yourself first because at the end of the day, it's just you. And then I always think about it in this way. If they turn around and left me for the benefit of their, you know, peace or mental health or, you know, they felt like they had to elevate and they can elevate being in this friendship and stuff like that, I would want them to do that. And I wouldn't, I would be obviously sad because they'd been my friend for, you know, however long, but... I wouldn't blame them. So you shouldn't go about your life as if people are going to blame you. And if they do, again, if you are genuinely putting yourself first and living unapologetically for your health, for yourself, health and happiness, then it shouldn't matter, you know? But I think, yeah, those are, I think, good food for thought for the academic section of this. I think we're going to go on to work life I think it goes quite hand in hand from academic to go from academics into work life especially because like I said earlier you know if you put your grade if your grades define you and they define your happiness and you think you need a particular job to you know be happy and things like that then it's going to be very difficult for you to then if you don't get that job now based off your academics or things like that then you may be out of out of it maybe like unsure of where to go the path of where you have to go down um for me personally um this may come as a shock I haven't even exposed this in the law specs of episode yet um the law specs of series or not but um 
I've decided that I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. Like that is a conclusion that I've come to. That's a decision that I've made based off an assessment of myself and that potential career. And that was a really hard decision for me to make, actually. It was, and I realized that for a long time, I was, I thought that I had to become a lawyer because I enjoyed my degree so much and that's what I was studying. And But that's not, that's not the case just because I'm studying a certain degree or I enjoy a certain subject doesn't mean I have to become the um what's the word the default job in that position it, from that subject you know and instead I've kind of realized that I the reason why I liked law so much is because I like to know how things work but more so I want to know how an entire business works I don't want to just work in the legal sector I want to be part of everything and I want to be able to touch everything and know how it all works and just see it all look at it as like a literal living breathing organism like do you know what I mean so if I could you know provide any advice when it comes to being happy in your work life it is genuinely to be true to yourself and honest with yourself and kind of be self-aware enough to realize what you really want life's too short to work in a position in a job anywhere that's making you unhappy if you have to work there temporarily to pay your bills or things like that then of course do what you have to do you know life is expensive but I have this little piece of advice from Scott Adams um in a book that he wrote that I absolutely love um where he says that he met it's a little story that he has where he met a CEO on a plane and he was talking to the CEO and he said like the CEO had told him that he applied job after job after job after job until he got CEO and he was like why would you why would you do that like and he was like because the amount of skills that you learn working in different positions is what made me a CEO it's about your skill base and who you are as a person he was like as long as your next job is better than the the one you're in currently you can you can leave and go on to another job especially because nine times out of ten maybe even ten times out of ten the the owner of that company wouldn't think twice about removing you because you're not a staple in their in their business but learning and developing skills and going down the path if you have to you know go through a few different jobs in a few different areas or you know start somewhere that you didn't necessarily think you were going to start but you know is going to benefit you in the long run into your your future happiness then do that because you think about it as this is going to benefit me so much in the long run I'm not going to sit here now and be upset because this isn't where I'm going to be, but this isn't where you're going to be. This is just the first step in where you're going. And that should still make you happy. Just, I think a lot of people quite get, get quite upset when they're not where they're supposed to be. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. So learn to be happy in every part that you're doing, every part that you're taking in your life, every active role you're taking in your own life, the jobs that you're applying to, the jobs that you're working for, your colleagues, you know, the lunch that you take in that day, the work outfit that you wore, all of these little things are what can make you happy where you are, especially if it's temporary. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I have to say on 
on work life and happiness what about you V? I I worked since I was 16 and I worked quite long hours since um and I worked mainly in hospitality but uh I don't work in hospitality now anymore but I used to and it taught me a lot of things it taught me useful life skills which I don't think that I could have learned anywhere else so although it was hard and it meant that at times I couldn't go on certain things that my friends were doing or I couldn't maybe my friends were going out that night but because I had worked the whole day I was really tired so I didn't really couldn't go out in the evenings or that kind of stuff it meant a lot of sacrifice and now I wouldn't go as far as to say that it sacrificed my happiness because it taught me like I said a lot of useful skills but it did make me at times a bit sad a bit upset that said though like I I don't think it impacted my overall happiness in fact now that I look back in retrospect it really helped me develop a lot of very useful skills like I said such as time management money management although I'm still working on the money money management part um and yeah so I would just say do something that you feel comfortable doing don't do something that you don't feel comfortable doing and you'll be happy like you work is work at the end of the day so I can't really say that you're going to have time of your life because even if you do something that you absolutely love like even if you absolutely love your job at the end of the day it is still work and you're still going to have mornings when you wake up and you're just going to debate whether it's worth it all and that's just life that's just how it goes the only way that I can see it making you more happy is if you were your own boss i.e if you were an entrepreneur or if you had your own company but then again that means more freedom but it also means more stress because when you're the owner of a company you have a lot more to think about than as if you were just an employee and maybe the stress could then impact your happiness so I guess it's which one is the least worst but they both have the potential to impact your happiness so in that situation I would just say focus on doing something that you intentionally really 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 like doing now as I said it's not guaranteeing happiness but it will make it easier and work for a company that you work for a company that values you and now I I know that I say this and I know you some of you might be thinking oh but every company values its employees and that's very optimistic thinking because a lot of companies do not value their employees so you need to work in a place that's gonna value you because you don't want to just be tossed out and replaced by a person within 24 hours so work somewhere where which is why 
you need to do a lot of research on the companies that you work for even if it's a restaurant even if it's a hospitality job you still need to do a lot of research on them because you need to be clear you need to be transparent about everything that could impact your happiness so yeah it's like I said do something that you enjoy doing um one thing that I really liked about my first job when I was well, when I was 16, but one thing I liked about, I stayed in first, I stayed in my first job since I was 16 up until I was 18, but I progressed when I turned 18 and I had a more better role. Um, and I really enjoyed that role because it allowed me to dress up, it allowed me to wear heels, which is something that is almost part of my identity. It allowed me to really express myself, which is why I really liked that job. And to me, that back then equaled happiness like it was just like oh I had so much freedom you know I could come into work wearing whatever I wanted um as long as it was decent and wear heels isn't that just a great job and yeah so for jobs I would say focus on you have to do a lot of self-reflection and find the things that you like doing so for example if you're a talkative person you like to talk the talk and you like to just ramble on you need a a customer focused job such as a hospitality industry or a um, sales job or that kind of stuff or maybe even retail if you do not like people and you do not like talking to other people and you do not like interactions, then I cannot express this enough. But if you are like that and you work in hospitality, you are going to hate your life. Like you're going to hate it. It's just it's and you're going to be depressed and you're not going to be happy, which is why I say you need to find jobs that you will actually like doing and that's why you need to do a lot of self-reflection because the last thing the last thing you need is to take on a job because you're desperate for money and to talk yourself into doing something to thinking that you can do something and then you become frustrated because you actually can't do it and then the frustration leads to sadness and then the sadness leads to depression and then bam happiness gone out the window so find what you like doing and find a job that pays you to do what you like to do. So like I said, if you like to talk like we do, go and find yourself a job in a talk-based you know, industry. Like I said, hospitality, whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, if you have no, if you, if you have no problem solving skills, then do not go and work at like, I don't know, in a, in a, again, hospitality job. This is the thing that I think as well with stuff like that. You have to be self-aware to the point where you know when you present them your CV or go into the interview, whether you're gonna, you have a potential of getting the job or not. I feel like it's really pointless applying for jobs where you know you don't have the credentials. Like obviously sometimes you can, interview at your interview if you get to the interview stage you can talk to them tell them you're willing to learn and stuff like that but I feel like that's not a hundred percent likely that doesn't happen very often people don't people don't take you on just because you're you're willing to learn 
as well so that I think that's where the self-awareness thing comes in because when you say you're willing to learn then you thereby have to prove that so you know a lot of people a lot of people take on jobs because they're because they're desperate and they talk themselves and I know this because this is what I used to do as well and they take on jobs because they're desperate and they talk themselves into doing them because like how bad can it be like I'll just get used to it and one thing that I've learned from experience is you never get used to it and in in the long term it's just gonna lead to more unhappiness so um yeah yeah um we'll swing over to the social more personal life side because we don't want to keep you guys here forever and ever um I think this is the most uh, juiciest part so I'm glad that we yeah left. I'm glad that we left this to the end because I feel like people now have to listen to the whole episode before they get to this yeah literally it's so funny to actually have this conversation now because I literally had this conversation on the phone to one of my friends last night the stuff I'm going to say in this section but you know how we said earlier that you have to focus unapologetically yourself like uh, focus on you and you know be unapologetically yourself so I've I like to okay I've had an awakening basically in the past, like let's say three months. Um, Three months ago, I was a completely different individual and I can assure you that I was in a very different situation. (laughs) I was in a very bad relationship. My friendships were um, coming at the cost of that uni was stressing me out I was just unhappy it was just a roller coaster of stuff like I was just not happy in myself and I made the decision back then to kind of isolate not isolate myself that sounds quite weird but kind of take myself out of a lot of fast-paced situations when it came to going out all the time and things like that to genuinely just do nothing but focus on me I started going to the gym I started journaling I started you know talking to myself spending time with myself but like spending a lot of time alone and for me that was a really difficult thing to do because I've always struggled a lot with loneliness and loneliness has I always felt that even in friendship groups in that friendship group in sixth form I felt lonely and it's what kept me there the entire year as well was what kept me in certain relationships and things like that and so for me to literally do nothing but practically be by myself focus on myself and deal with that loneliness and push past it and feel it and you know feel all of the unhappiness about certain situations that came to an end and things like that now I'm so happy because in that three months, I realized that I didn't actually want to become a lawyer. And then I got so excited about different jobs, applied to all of these different jobs. And I got multiple different job offers, interviews all back to back. And I got my pick of the one that I wanted to do the most. And I'm so excited for it and things like that. And, you know, I've met so many amazing people. I've recently just started a book club and you know, I feel like I'm actually on the path that I'm supposed to be. I go to the gym. Like, I feel a lot happier myself. My skin's clearing, by the way. I didn't know that actually happened, but that does happen sometimes. Um, I realized a lot of my spots were to do with my stress, but I just, I genuinely just feel so much happier. 
and before I used to sleep a lot of the time and stuff like that and don't get me wrong I still have the occasional nap and stuff like that but I've had a lot more energy because I'm happy with where I am and I'm happy with who I am and that came from doing what needed to be done which was focusing unapologetically on myself for two months two and a half roughly so now three months down the line I'm happier and you know even now I'm still realizing stuff I'm not where I want to be I'm still on a journey to getting where I want to be but from my perspective from this kind of little bit of an anecdote and from what I've realized in the past two and a half months my tips would be you you know. know in your gut when something's wrong no matter what it is, you know in your gut that something's wrong. The only person that can te- that knows how you feel and knows what's best for you is you. So take time to sit there and think about what's going wrong. If you're feeling unhappy at the moment, think about why, you know? Um, I find journaling helps a lot. It helps. I sometimes get a bit foggy minded and I think about loads of things over and over again. I'm in an inherent overthinker and it's not it's it's an obstacle that I've had to overcome and journaling really helps because I get at the beginning of my day I get everything on my mind onto paper and then it's not all in my mind anymore and if I need to write something down I'll grab a post-it note and write it down and be like you know come to that tomorrow you know it's about clearing the cobwebs and clearing the fogginess and journaling really helps with that reading is another thing that really helps I I found reading instead of watching tv before I go to bed really helps because my mind feels more relaxed I feel like you know tv and loud and it does it never really served me much much purpose um unless I was unless I wanted to like a complete chill and like complete relax and I wasn't working or anything that day um another thing and that really helped is not being as sociable as I felt like I needed to be I feel like I've always had this very skewed perception of friendships and things like that where I felt like I had to be sociable all the time to have friends (laughs) and I felt like we have to do stuff all the time to be friends and that isn't necessarily the case I mean I met up with one of my friends um Hamza he'll probably listen to this actually um a few weeks ago and we were talking and he said like someone like we I said like you know I'm really sorry like sometimes I don't get back to your message or you know sometimes I just I'm not free to meet and you know and he was like someone like that that's not a problem you have to focus on yourself and you have to do what's best for you like he was like there's never going to be a time when we're not friends unless we have a massive falling out you know what I mean like it you don't have to talk to your friends every day and you don't have to be around your friends every day for you to be friends that's that's the one of the biggest lessons I learned and I think one of the massive weights lifted off my chest I think as well because I always wanted to be there for my friends 24 7 and I still am you know I mean I'm still there for my friends 24 7 if they need me you know but at the same time in regards to just the lower level stuff the social stuff like going out and whether we're going clubbing or I don't know, going for dinner or going for cocktails or, you know, any of that stuff. Like you don't actually have to do that to be friends. That's not what friendship is. Friendship is how you feel about that person. Friendship is being there when you need them. Friendship is is that stuff. It's not the 
like because if one day all of the restaurants disappeared uh, I mean that kind of happened with COVID they didn't disappear we just weren't allowed to go to them then you realize who your friends are because it's the ones that you're talking to it's the ones that you're Netflix partying with or Disney plusing with or you know having FaceTime calls or still you know what I mean it's those friends who are checking up on you to see if you're okay it's those friends that that's genuine friendship in my in my personal opinion obviously um having to go for dinners go for cocktails all of that stuff I feel like those are added bonuses and for someone like me who runs on an inherent low social battery those things started to become really difficult for me I think as well with lockdowns and stuff I think that played a part in it as well which I didn't necessarily realize but that also played a part in it as well in my social battery and now I don't have the energy to be able to do that I'll go out for two cocktails and be ready for bed like when it gets to 10 o'clock I'm ready to like lay down you know and and you will meet people that will understand that it's why I've started this book club with a bunch of amazing women um I'll put a link on the Instagram page as well and you guys can join that if you wish it's it's all going to be about self-motivation books and and things like that but um it's just things that are calming for me and things that don't make me feel foggy and things that I know that I'm capable of doing. I'm still capable of going clubbing and stuff. I just feel a lot more tired. Like I will have to put a lot more effort into doing it now, which makes me feel like a grandma a little bit, but that's the vibes. Um, so it's stuff like that. And, you know, my friends have been really kind of like forgiving with it. Like they haven't been like, oh some you're so boring now or oh some of this or oh, some of that like everyone's on their own path I think that's one thing you realize when you leave uni especially or even leave sixth form and go into the working world everyone's on their own path and everyone especially when it comes to adulting life and working life everybody spends a lot more time with themselves and if you don't get ahead of the the race and start learning how to spend time with yourself early on it's going to be really difficult I think for me I'm I always felt like I needed to talk to someone or FaceTime someone even when I was at home by myself but I think now it's the only person you have in this world is you 90% of the time so when you're able to be by yourself you're already winning when you're able to have fun with yourself you're already winning whether that means watching film by yourself watching a series by yourself reading a book by yourself taking yourself to the gym taking yourself for coffees that is a top tier activity or if you don't like coffee a juice you know like that is a top tier activity you have to be comfortable with being able to be by yourself I think and that's really where happiness comes in in your social and personal life I feel like from after everything that I've said <laughs> in this section I feel like it it comes from independence and it comes from learning about yourself and understanding yourself for a long time I was quite ignorant I didn't want to learn about myself or understand anything to do with the role I played in other people's lives and the part that I played in things that had happened and in the past you know two and a half months I've done that so I think it's about understanding yourself becoming self-aware like I said journaling helps a lot um even talking to an external person like a therapist if you feel like it's um on the verge of, of that and you don't know how to navigate your thoughts necessarily um but yeah I think those would be that was a really hefty piece of 
talk but that is that is what I would say for this section I think growing up I struggled a lot with being happy and I think that was also because of what I thought was happiness like I I had very in a way utopian ideas of what happiness is supposed to look like and it's supposed to feel like and it's supposed to be and when I entered like the grown-up world I was very disheartened and very felt very lost and very kind of like unhappy because it was just like wow like I looked forward to this for pretty much my whole childhood and now I, it's just like it's just not what I expected but um yeah I would say in your personal life you have to be the only thing that's constant in your life and like I said earlier on and I'll repeat it again in case you didn't hear me but you have to stop relying on other people and other things and external places to make you feel happy you need to be able to look at yourself in the mirror every morning and be happy be okay with whatever happens because life is really short and if you keep stressing and being sad over every little small thing then that's going to rob your happiness aim if you if you think that aiming for happiness is a bit too vague aim for peace because peace brings happiness so stop arguing with people who bring nothing to your life stop always trying to be right stop always doing all of these things that have no that bring no benefit to you and start focusing on immaterial things like finding what it is that you truly enjoy doing finding yourself um, being very self-aware and knowing your weaknesses there is nothing more dangerous than a person who knows their own weaknesses because if you're aware of your weaknesses there is nothing that anybody can say to you that can make you unhappy so yeah that's that's my advice um it's pretty short but I there's no perfect recipe for happiness and there is no there's no method there's no there's no you there's no journey you can't just follow it step by step there is no set way of going about that's going to guarantee you to be happy because happiness is so subjective and the things that you deem to make you happy are very different from what the next person deems other things to be happy so that's why I say there's no set recipe you could be perfectly happy doing your own thing whilst the other person is doing the same thing and they may not be happy so this is why you have to be very self-aware and this is why we've we've structured the blueprint the way that we have because in a way this 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 episode kind of summarizes everything thus far like we've started out with comfort zones and then moved on and spoke about things like failure and rejection and the victim mindset and that kind of stuff and now 
that you've eliminated all of that now that we've covered and ascertained all of those negative things and hopefully you guys have been doing a lot of work on yourselves in respect to that now you can start to welcome the positive things such as being happy and every other episode every other blueprint episode of this series um, of this season which is to follow on so yeah I think we're going to leave it here because this episode is quite it's quite long but as always it was a pleasure and we I know that we've been receiving some messages over on Instagram which we have been responding to and I hope that we receive more because it truly makes our day and makes us feel like we've helped you that we've contributed and that's what makes us happy no pun intended a hundred percent and I just want to quickly just add on to that um if you guys like listening to this episode I would um advise maybe going back to earlier episodes just to check to see if you missed anything um because they all kind of go hand in hand so I think that would be really a really helpful exercise to help you really get the full meat of this episode especially but yeah We'll see you guys again in two weeks or more like you guys will hear us again in two weeks. <laughs> and we hope you have an amazing day no matter where you are. Um, and we will speak to you soon. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.